The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Each year, Jesus' parents went to Jerusalem for the Feast of Passover. And when he was 12 years old, they went up according to the festival custom. After they had completed its days, as they were returning, the boy Jesus remained behind in Jerusalem, but his parents did not know it. Thinking that he was in the caravan, they journeyed for a, for a day and looked for him among their relatives and acquaintances, but not finding him, they returned to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple, sitting in the midst of the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. And all who heard him were astounded at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished and said, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. And he said to them, Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he said to them. He went down with them and came to Nazareth and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. And Jesus advanced in wisdom and age and favor before God and man. The Gospel of the Lord. I'd like to start with uh, something that Pope Francis wrote about the family. I am very fond of dreams in families. For nine months, every mother and father dream about their baby. Am I right? They dream about what kind of child he or she will be. You can't have a family without dreams. Once a family loses the ability to dream, children do not grow. Love does not grow. Life shrivels up and dies. So I ask you each evening when you make your examination of conscience, to also ask yourselves this question. Today, did I dream about my children's future? Today, did I dream about the love of my husband, my wife? Did I dream about my parents and grandparents who have gone before me? So in that light... And above all, in the light of these readings, I'd like to present to you a few simple ideas that perhaps one of them, one of them will stick. So I, I invite you to uh, grasp on to that one that sticks and write it on your heart and get to work on it right away. And over all these put on love, that is, the bond of perfection. First and foremost, we each one of us must put on love. And St. Paul gives us a hand to describe in his mind 
which we know was blessed by the Lord with an infusion of knowledge about love. Remember Corinthians 13? Love is patient. Love is kind. This was coming from a man who was notorious for persecuting the church. Something happened to him. And for 2,000 years, we are reading what he wrote. Think about it for a minute. I think this passage from Colossians is one we could all go back over more frequently as a family. Having family discussions is something essential to a maturing family. If we don't talk with uh, each other, then resentments can build up, fester, get bottled up, and before we know it, we have some real problems, which only years will take to heal. St. Paul is challenging us to be families of deep contemplation, deep, intimate dialogue with each other, that will bring lasting joy inside your homes. Doing everything in the name of Jesus. Oh, that we could do that. But it's hard. And especially hard if we become isolated inside our family. Jesus will always choose togetherness. Where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there in their midst. Do we have these spaces as a family to dialogue about anything on anyone's heart at any time? Do we make time to sit down face to face and ask the tough questions? Could 2022 be the year to start something new inside our families? I believe it is. And the time is now and time is short. Because don't think that the culture is on a swing back. We haven't hit bottom yet. So you inside your families have to really nourish and nurture each other, not to be closed in on yourself. What good is that? What good will we be for the world if we're disclosed? If I, if I live in the sacristy, what good am I to the world? But I live in the world through you, because really, literally, I spend most of my time here. But you don't. You're out there. You're in these environments that I will never be, that Pope Francis will never be. It's you who are there. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that we are, when it is revealed, we shall be like him, for we shall see him as he is. Living the mystery. One of the great mysteries today is the gift of family. But equally true, it is under enormous strain as it navigates our culture of individualism, of materialism, to name just but a couple. If we 
lined up all the families here at St. Joseph's. We would have an array of colors, sizes, shapes, languages, traditions, and histories. I think we would all have a good laugh at the depths of differences we would find. And that is not a bad thing. There is no one family the same. I have described my own family as a perfectly dysfunctional Catholic family. But I would not trade any of them for any of you. And you would say the same. What do we discover inside family life? Well, we're children. We have parents and siblings. We have grandparents, uncles, nieces, and cousins. But we will also discover that things happen inside family that we wish didn't. Death, illness, separation, breakdown, and all of this causes us to suffer greatly. Which family among all of us here hasn't suffered greatly? Because of some of these things and others, addictions, people in prison, hospitalized, paralyzed, surgeries, cancer. It just goes on, doesn't it? What can we do to make our family life a revelation of God's love? We know that in heaven everything will be perfect. We know that, right? Like we are going, we are on the road to absolute perfection. No death, no illness, no separation, no breakdown. Complete and total bliss forever. Is there a way I could bring a piece of heaven down into my family's four walls? Here is a list of block and tackle things that you can start to do to make your family a revelation of God's love. So this is where you need to think, which one is going to stick? Bring a joyful spirit when you show up. Show genuine interest in the others. Be an encourager that builds up everyone else. Pray for your family members as you go about your life. When his parents saw him, they were astonished, and his mother said to him, Son, why have you done this to us? Your father and I have been looking for you with great anxiety. Why were you looking for me? Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? Even when we are more deeply involved in the mystery of our faith, and we put on love, and we come together as a community, there are still going to be moments of upheaval and challenge. We shouldn't ask for our lives to be, in, to be easy because we follow the way. Jesus' way isn't the easiest way. In fact, it's the hardest. What must it have been like for them to have lost Jesus? Perhaps some of you can remember losing one of your children for a short time. How intense is that feeling? The bond that existed between these three must have been extraordinary. They were all doing God's will by going, to the t- going up to the temple. They trusted all the people in their caravan. 
Everything went so well during their religious observance. Mary and Joseph were enjoying the fellowship of their family and friends. Everything seemed just fine. But then they realized, he's not here. And their hearts sank. They rushed back to Jerusalem. Which, to give you context, would be like rushing back to New York City. The relief of finding him turned into a big lesson for both Mary and Joseph. Jesus was making it clear to them why he came into the world. Did you not know that I must be in my father's house? This took them to their knees. This child of ours, who is God, is beginning his preparation. It must have seemed surreal. But they kept their calm, increased their faith, and moved forward, trusting. Recently, as you know, I went to Mexico with Chuck. Is Chuck here? I think I saw him come in here somewhere. There he is. I didn't tell you I was going to do this, but... We did the St. Joseph walk through a desert outside the town of Cuatro Cienegas. On the second day, (coughs) at the height of the sun's heat, we took a short break with the group and reflected on the life of St. Joseph. Chuck's reflection stuck with me. He said, I am tired, hot, and just want to get out of here. But then I caught myself thinking this, and I realized I needed to change my attitude. Is there something in this story, in this homily, in these readings, that perhaps God is challenging you to change? An attitude that is not from God. So a couple of takeaways. Say to yourself today, often, I want to be the best wife. I want to be the best mother. I want to be the best husband. I want to be the best father. I want to be the best son. I want to be the best daughter. Don't be afraid of crucial conversations. Ask the tough questions. We receive the life of faith through the church, for she is the mother of our new birth in grace. As joyful members of God's family, we now pray. For the church, that her members be strengthened, purified, and renewed through the grace of Christ's body and blood, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For those charged with protecting society, that they will build a world in which family life is revered, protected, and promoted. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For the universal respect of all human persons, that the culture of life will transform every human heart. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For blessings on all families, that the love, the unity, The self-donation of the Holy Family will overflow into all aspects of family life. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For families who suffer from financial hardships, 
that they may find in the birth of Jesus a sign of certain hope. We pray to the Lord. For family members who are alienated or estranged, that the unfailing power of the mercy of Jesus will reunite and reconcile loved ones. We pray to the Lord. Today's Mass is being offered for the people of the parish. We pray to the Lord. For those who are sick or infirm, and for their caregivers, that God in his mercy will draw close to them and raise them up. We pray to the Lord. For the repose of the souls of the faithful departed, that through our prayers and those of the Blessed Mother, they may join the saints in heaven. Eternal rest grant upon them. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. Amen. Loving Father, bless us with your love, which we profess to be the bond of perfection. Let the peace of Christ console the hearts we offer to you with thankful prayer through Christ our Lord. And we offer them up through the intercession of Mary. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and the hour of our death. Amen. <laughs> 